Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Danny and Dusty. What God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? With Danny Murray and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. The Fan. Final out here on Danny and Dusty. Danny and you to send your, your T's and P's, your thoughts and prayers for one Dusty Hero who is uh, checked into rehab for at least a day. Uh, yes, it's still cocaine. Yes, it's still a problem. I feel like passage is Malibu. That's an awful long way to go for a day. I mean, <laughs> it's only a 45-minute flight. It's not that bad. Uh, Odyssey and the great station they are, they, uh, they have fronted the bill. and they are, uh, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are hoping that he can um, once again kick this affliction and this demon. I will say we do have good coverage. We do, uh, mostly because everybody here has drug problems. That's what it comes down to. Uh, you, everybody knows. What? Everybody knows about Dusty's because it's so apparent. That's why they, the tables in here are white, so we can hide his abuse. Well, to be fair, he 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 had a hard time when we first moved in here because there wasn't the back of a toilet in the studio that he could do bumps off of. This is true. Um, I will say that the the. The the somewhat like marble top of we have on the table in here it's faux, but I can tell you right now uh, I'm sitting in his seat. Um, there are razor blade marks in the table on this side. They aren't on my side. Just saying. Just saying. It could be Rob. I mean, it could be, but I feel like he's more of a pre-bump like spoon guy. I don't think that beard's getting all that white on its own just because of age. No, and this thing is like again. I I, I would. You've seen how Isaac dresses. <laughs> I mean, he's he's not chopping. He's not chopping the table guy. He it's already chopped in the vial, and he's got his little. I bet you he's got a uh, a uh, what do they call it? A bespoke spoon <laughs> to go with his uh, his his Isaac Everett Rop brand clothing line. I, I do have to say, I've never once uh, uh, taken the opportunity to glance at his pinky nails, but. Listen, man, I, 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 for years growing up, I, I was, was a habitual nail biter uh-huh. and I stopped just like cold Turkey a couple yeah. of years ago. Kept getting all that residue. Huh? Oh God. I mean, you should really write in your gums. But, uh, this weekend I had one, I had a Coke nail on my, on my, my left pinky nail. I was like, God dang, this thing is long. And I was like, I couldn't find my nail trimmers and I'm like, screw it. And I just gave it a little, Ugh. see, I've never been a nail biter. Oh, see, I, I went back to it and guess what? I took one, 
Yeah. Then I took another, <laughs> and then I took another, and yeah. now I have these little bloody Are we still stumps. talking about nails? Yes, those two. <laughs> and I took another, and I, took... I was thinking about this. Uh, we were talking about Isaac having his own clothing line, mm-hmm. and I could very easily see Isaac Everett yeah. being a clothing line. Oh, absolutely, yeah. right, absolutely. And now that I'm thinking about it, you know, every every team, every you know, every clothing brand has their little logo, the little patch or whatever. Yeah, I get to see the IE and then crossed Coke spoons. <laughs> It's very, very dad golf uh, right? line, right? Or yeah. you know what? It's a it, it's a golf club and a coke spoon crossed over each other. There we go. That's 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 what we're going for, right there. I can see that one. That's I mean, really that's not a stretch. I mean, we 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 have some graphical people. Wait, no, I'm the graphics guy here. Yes, Damn you it. are. Maybe I'll whip that up. No, I'll I'll, I'll give that to him. I'll, I'll do that one pro bono and kick it to him and see if he uh, see if he likes that one. Um, total pivot uh, away from. Uh, Dusty's unfortunately painful addiction. Uh, the Bengals end up losing a game on a last-second field goal yeah. that is set up by a 15-yard personal foul penalty on one linebacker, Mr. Joseph Asai. Uh, Patrick Mahomes scrambles, gets loose. It's a, it's a play that Patrick Mahomes had not made all game. And in the crunch time, he makes the play. He gets just out there enough to to scramble, keep things going. This is obviously set up off of a fantastic punt return. And then two feet hit the white. Now this white powder is not to be snorted. <laughs> I mean, you why can we try, keep, but... which is why we keep Dusty off the sidelines. <laughs> but it was very clear. Osai puts hands into his back, pushes Mahomes. Mahomes loses his balance. Unfortunately. Thankfully, Osai did not blow his knee out. Did you see his leg? I didn't see. No, I just saw that he was down afterwards for a bit. I did Holy, not see the leg, no. he gets a stumble and he stuffs his cleats into the ground. And he spins over the top of it. Yeesh. And it looked like the kind of thing where he shredded everything, Yikes. which would have made matters exponentially worse considering what ended up happening. Yeah. 15 yards, you get into more reasonable distance. Butker walks up. Smashes the thing through with three seconds yeah. left on the clock. Let's face it, for him, a forty-five-er is it's it's a gimme. It it looked like it was good from sixty. Yeah, right. So we want to we want to blame the, the it was compared to I think it was Jimmy Ward for the 49ers that had that unbelievably stupid late hit mm-hmm. uh, in the first round. Uh, it was up there for that. Like, what are you doing? Right. Type of a play. Yeah, you know better. Uh, even his own teammates in the immediately, immediately. Wow, I just made that up. Yeah. In the immediacy of the game, were like, "What were you doing?" Yeah, which, yeah, mm. in in the rawest and realest moments, even your best friends, when you do something stupid, are going to call you on it. But what I thought was incredible after this was that after all of this, because I, I know a lot of guys in in professional sports and NFL locker rooms are the closest thing to military barracks that exists Mm -hmm. because you spend so much time and because of the physicality of the sport, there's a certain level of camaraderie and bonding that, that exists in those worlds that is very different because of honestly of, of, of what you do with your body and mind and how much you put it on the line. What followed in this game was absolutely tremendous and something that I almost, I I can't remember the last time I, I I've, I've seen something like this. So instead of just setting this up in a long way, Jeff, can you pl- give us the audio from the Bengals locker room following the game? 
Dumb question. Come on. He, been, he played his butt off the whole game. That's okay. a different question. Overall, I mean, what, it looked like guys were coming up to you on the sideline as you went through that. I mean, what was it like having guys come up and, and kind of uh, go? Like I said, it was great knowing that I had my, the support of my teammates. And um, I just got to, I got to, like Sam was saying, I got to learn from experience. And um, I got to know not to not to get close to that quarterback when he's close to that sideline. If, if there's anything that could uh, possibly cause a penalty in a dire situation like that, I got to do better. Things are happening so fast there, obviously. Did you, did you have any idea you were at that sideline there? I mean, obviously you're in full chase. and you know. Yeah, I was just in full chase mode, and I was trying to, um, was trying to push him to maybe um, get him going backwards because I knew he was going for that sideline. I was trying to make him go backwards, get that clock running. But um, I, I didn't know. I, I haven't seen it yet. I didn't know how far out of bounds we were. But, um, yeah. Did you get injured on that? Yeah, my knee buckled a little bit, but we're um, we're gonna take care of him and get an MRI by tomorrow. Which knee? The right knee. What did Zach tell you after the game? Uh, he just told me to keep my head up. Told me um, there were a bunch of different plays we had to make that it didn't come down to that one, and uh, we just got to keep moving forward. What your teammates told you? Same, same exact thing. They've been super supportive. And, um, you know, it's just, I just got I got I got to be better, but they've, they've been very supportive. How hard is that to kind of maybe kind of not put all that weight on you as you go through this? I mean, it's just... It's, it's extremely hard, what? man. Come on, man. I'm sure it's tough. That's why I ask him about it. That's a really question, bro. Come on. What you heard there at the beginning and the end was his teammate B.J. Hill standing right alongside him in what has to be Osai's worst moment maybe ever, not even professionally, as as a football player. I would imagine that that moment is something that is that is going to haunt him for a very long time. And for his teammate to, number one, be by his side in that interview, knowing how broken he probably is, was one of the, not even coolest, but just, I don't know, it harkens back to my, my time in the military, where when your brother's down no matter what you pick him up and it would be very easily it would be very easy for his teammates to scapegoat him it would you can say what you want about oh you know it's a team thing you win as a team you lose as a team there are some selfish mother bleepers in sports who would very easily look at him and scapegoat him bj hill didn't allow that to happen he stood by him told the reporter right off the rip, hey, man, no, we're not doing that. Ask a better question. Ask a better question. He competed his ass off today. Don't don't give me that. To the reporter's credit, they, they asked another question alongside that, and and then when it kind of came back to it, B.J. Hill said, hey, man, I thought I told you. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't do, we're not doing that right now. Right. Well, and the thing is, it's not like it wasn't like an egregious late hit. No, you know what I mean. It, it was. It, I'm not going to quite but, call it. But bang, everybody, bang, no. But, but it was everybody, not a dirty play. Knew, no. It was a dumb play. Yeah. That that might make it worse because it was dirty. It's egregious. Then you can you can write it off. Right. Well, and then he's like, not going to have his teammates standing up because that's what I mean. Post-game. Listen, if it's Vontez Perfect out there <laughs> killing somebody again, right? You know, you're sitting there going, "Yeah, no, he's an idiot." And it, you can even rationalize it then, the, that this hurts this much 
because he's their guy, because he doesn't make these mistakes, because of how unfortunate it is, and ultimately because I think that those players, they all know that game didn't come down to that one play. No. No, they got screwed a lot of other ways. They did. <laughs> we, we, we've we barely talked about the third down, that third down is so hard. It, it, third down harder than it, it's any third down has ever third down before. They third down so hard, the ref said, hey, let's do that again. Let's run it back one more time. <laughs> uh, I finally got to see the slowed down version uh, when we were in the break of yeah. the, the all 22 yeah. of that ref walking up. Yeah, That man looks like, you know, when you're like a block away from the bus stop, and you see the bus pull up, and you're like, yeah. "I'm not making that." Yeah, and so you see that one two step, like ah. He kind of pulled. He pulled the NFL officiating uh, equivalent of Harry Do- Doyle, going, "Ah, hell, nobody's listening anyway." Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and at that point in time, that's like an NBA when you're like, you're, "I should probably call a foul here," but ah, I'm not. Yeah, like the decision has been made. Yeah, at that point in time, it's done and it's over with. You let it go. You take it to your grave. Right. For them to come back the way that they did is dumb. But on the, this this Osai situation and B.J. Hill coming alongside him and his teammates coming around him, uh, I can't remember who the other uh, linebacker was, but he was chewing Osai's ass out in the in the in the uh, hallway to the locker room before this, in the moment, mm-hmm. and um, he even said, "Oh, it was uh, it was Jermaine Pratt. That's who it was." Okay, and even Pratt came out on Instagram and said. Look, in the moment, yeah, I was pissed, but that's my guy. I I, I, I don't hold him accountable. I don't yeah. do this. For everybody's like, yeah, but you said this. Have you ever been in a high-leverage situation in your life? Right. I'm not talking about sports. Just like yeah. you, and, you've never said something heated in the moment? Yeah. When, in that spot, too, with, you know, it's it's tough to, to, to pull up right at the last second there, too, and not hit the guy out of bounds, you know? No, it's, it is. It's, it, it's, it, and like you said, it's not bang-bang, Yeah. but there 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 is – you know, more to it. Uh, speaking of more to it, we do have breaking news on Brock Purdy. Uh, Brock Purdy is, uh, Adam Sister is reporting that Brock Purdy did indeed suffer a torn UCL that will sideline him for up to six months. He's currently seeking a second medical opinion on whether or not he is uh, needing surgery. The 49ers are recommending surgery, but no decision has been made yet. So if you didn't catch it during the game when he did pick up the injury, mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, UCL is the ligament, I believe, on the outside of your elbow that the runs down your ulnar, ulnar collateral yes. ligament. Um, I believe I believe that is like the one that kind of holds everything in place inwardly, mm-hmm. uh, which very important to use uh, yeah. when you're talking about your arm. I, I think that's the one that's most commonly associated with tennis elbow, if I'm also not mistaken. Gotcha. Um, but I am a uh, a very amateur lip reader. Mm-hmm. I tend to believe I'm I'm more often than not very good at it. Yeah. Um, you could read Brock Purdy's lips. Tell Mike Shanahan on the sideline. I can't. Throw. I can't throw. Yeah, uh, they are hoping that it will just be a repair rather than a reconstruction because that Which, reconstruction basically means Tommy John. Yes, and then you're talking about twelve to fourteen months. Yeah, so uh, not great news. Uh, you, it's kind of one of those things where you're hoping that it's like a partial or a bad sprain or severe ligament distress, something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, this is obviously not good, uh, but call get also lets you know why uh, Josh Johnson was on the on the field. This was not Brock Purdy not being able to go through something. This was Brock Purdy's arm not working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, unfortunate for the 49ers, uh, the third quarterback this season to be uh, lost for the season. Yeah, that's Man. insane. Yeah, that is. Even that if they is. had found some way to win this game. 
They'd be going into the Super Bowl with Josh Johnson. <sighs> and then, well, you know, it, just from a just from a fan perspective and competitiveness competitiveness perspective. You're kind of glad that they didn't win. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, we wish Brock Purdy nothing but the best. Hopefully, it gets better, it gets resolved. But this also very much it complicates things for the 49ers. Remember, Friday afternoon, we were talking about going into next season for the 49ers, no matter what, whether yeah. they went to the Super Bowl or they lost this game. Who's your quarterback going into next season? Right. That is very much up in the air right yeah. now. Well, they say that if it is just a repair job on the surgery and not reconstruction, that they expect that he can be ready for camp. If yes, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's, like, the, yeah, that's yeah. up in the air right yeah. now. That's you had three quarterbacks. Now you have none. Yeah. Well, and so, but they'll they'll, they'll before too long they'll know what how severe the surgery and uh, Tom is needed. Brady is and a 49er. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of what happens, I think we've pretty much secured that. Um, there's something else that came out of these these championship game weekends. Out of both games, where a lot of defenses were bitching about. Did you notice the trend? Of offensive linemen getting a little bit of an early start. No, there's there's been some video. Um, we'll we'll kind of I'm going to talk about this because I think it, I find it to be very 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 interesting. Uh, you had multiple pass rushers across the NFL talking about this, and not just in the 49ers Eagles game, but also in the Bengals Chiefs game. Uh, how frequently it happened, uh, and whether or not it's it's something that the NFL needs to take a look at. We'll dive into that and more when we get back. This is Danny on uh, Danny and Dusty? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. If there's something stupid out there, I will find it. 
I have tons of faith in that. Oh, baby. (laughs) There's just something about uh, Zapruder filming NFL players that I am absolutely here for. I am (laughs) nerding out on this. So there is this... I don't want to call it conspiracy, but there is this groundswell of, of, of support amongst fans, former players, former offensive linemen, uh, former coaches in, in the media world. Yeah, Look, we're just raising questions. Yes, exactly. Um, talking about offensive tackles in particular, getting started too early on snaps, kicking back, getting a head start. That's how somebody like Lane Johnson in particular, uh, he has been Zapruder the most here. There is multiple versions of a super slow-mo video of him leg-kicking his way uh, to uh, record books because he's now gone like a 1,000-plus snaps without allowing a sack, and now he's doing it with a, what was it, a, a, a ruptured uh, abdominal mes- muscle. Uh, just obscene Yeesh. things. I can't feel good. Yeah, no, he's he's like dragging his body back to the sideline every play and then whooping everybody's ass. Good Lord, I get a calf cramp and I'm limping for two days. Yeah, meanwhile, he's, he's <laughs> hand-fighting 350-pound defensive linemen and throwing them like rag dolls. <laughs> yeah. Built different. Yes. Um, but they're saying also he's cheating. Cheating, they say. Um, so if you're, if you're trying to get a mental picture, think of uh, if, you're, if you're looking at Lane Johnson in the right tackle position, that he's... Not necessarily moving, but he's kicking his right leg back a little bit earlier than the snap. And that is indeed happening. However, Duke uh, Duke Bannyweather, who is a offensive line scouting and development guy, he's all over Twitter, he's got like 100,000 followers. Uh, he's worked with a bunch of college and NFL linemen. Uh, he has a great breakdown on this, on why it's legal. And the shift has come about because we don't see three-point stances anymore. You you don't see you don't see tackles put their hand in the dirt, right? Yeah, it's just not a, it's just not a thing. So when you're in, and this is part of like exploiting the rule book, and uh, Duke goes into highlighting this change and, and why it's so important is that there the the rules there are very much gray area, and the best players this is where they win. They went on talent, hard work, and exploiting every bit of gray area that exists. And offensive tackles are trying to deal with these freak... Have you seen Miles Garrett outside of football? (laughs) No. So Miles Garrett has a clause in his contract that allows him to play basketball. He's one of the few that is allowed to. Wow. But he's like six foot, I want to say, six five and like 275. So tiny man. Tiny man. Yeah. I mean, his traps have traps. He's, (laughs) He's a freak of freaks. And there's there's video. That's where he and I are similar. My fat has fat. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you and I both and, and are in the same category of human being as technically we are humans as Miles Garrett. But there's there's video of him like playing pickup ball in the summer with normal sized athletes, mm-hmm. and you go, how on earth is any somebody any anybody? I don't, I don't care how big you are supposed to handle this guy. And you realize guys like Lane Johnson and these these top flight tackles are exploiting this rule that is in essence is you can readjust your back leg, your trailing leg legally because you were in a two point stance. Okay. And because defensive linemen are not looking at that leg, they can't use it as a signal to draw a false start. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you're typically you're looking for the chest. 
you're looking for the chest to rise. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, it was uh, you, you played football when you were younger, right, Pop Warner? I did not. Oh, okay. I've never played a, a down of organized I, football. I know you played soccer, but I thought you did football too. No. Okay, so one of the things that we, at least my coaches taught us when we were kids was the the whites of your knuckles. Mm-hmm. You could tell, like when you put your hand down on a stance, how heavy some a kid was in their stance. You go, listen, if you got if you got a bad lineman in front of me, he's going to tell you it's going to be run or pass, because if it's run, he's going to be white because he's leaning too far out on his knuckles. Gotcha. Now in the NFL, not something you typically deal with, but right, there's other cues and other other indicators that can you know give something away. But they've gone to these two point stances so much, uh, particularly on the outside, that now these 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 freak tackles who are tasked with taking on these monsters are exploiting this. And it's turned into the dumbest possible thing imaginable <laughs> on Twitter as one person posts a video of one tackle, then one person posts a video of the rule book, and then one person posts a yeah, but, and it's just going and going and going. What this is going to turn into is the NFL rule book, which is already convoluted and stupid, becoming even more convoluted and stupid. <laughs> They're, they're good at that. <laughs> the NFL is very good at that. See, they see, are. You know, see pass interference and yeah. And that 49er fans, this is the thing that they're holding on to today. Is Lane Johnson's early starts, and that's why. That's why they lost 31 to 7? Yes. Yes. Okay. This is the problem that we run into. <laughs> When we go full stupid on the next day. A, a couple of non-called false starts are the reason you lost 31-7. to seven. All right. I just collectively throw my hands up in the air and go, why? <laughs> why are we doing this? Why are we doing but this? But also at the same time, I love it because anytime we can take something so minute and blow it up to be this absolutely astronomical thing like Jaron Jackson Jr.'s counting stats at home on the road <laughs> and it, it impacting his... We talked about this in the last segment. Did you know that the the books actually took Jaron Jackson Jr. off of the market for defensive play of the year for like three hours Did while they? they went through this? Gotcha. So when we see very stupid things gain a lot of traction, yeah. I love it. <laughs> because it makes me go, when you're talking about the details of games, this is the kind of stuff that I love. Yeah. Because it's also kind of important. As dumb as it is, yeah. if it does lead to an advantage, what's the counter here? What like what do defensive linemen do to counter this? You know, do they do they whine and moan and complain to the NFL to get the rule changed? Do they find some way to to go about this and line up wider and put them in different situations? I don't know. But all I know is that uh if one side is pissed off and the other side's happy about it, that usually will lead to changes one way or another. Yep. So. Well, and especially if it does wind up coming down to actually changing the outcome of something. Yes. And it, from the, the Which videos. Which did not yesterday. No. And then that's the thing is, from the video I've, I've seen, that, that there was like seven different times mm-hmm. that 49ers fans like caught Lane Johnson. Caught. Yeah. Air, air quotes here. <laughs> caught Lane Johnson on the false start. Cheater! And then you had somebody else who covers the NFL hopped in and the comments on Twitter basically said uh, something along the lines of, this is literally happening everywhere across the league. Yeah. This is not a Lane Johnson-esque situation, which maybe leads to the league addressing this. So there you go. There's your stupid Zapruder video segment of the day. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make this a, uh, 
a, a weekly segment. What's what? This will be better than our worst day on the web that we do every day. <laughs> this will be our stupid thing that is happening that I love. Second, okay. back I'm, into the left. Yeah, I'm still I'm still working the name. Okay, so stupid <laughs> thing that I love is not quite. Where I want it to be, but we're we're getting there. It's almost like uh, uh, the old spots for Kenny Maine's new podcast, where he wanted to call it the Kenny Maine or what is it, the Kenny Maine podcast, where he talks to famous people. Yes, something along those yes. lines. Yes, very um, yeah, very very solid in the branding. Yes, you you, you knew what it was. Yes. Uh, speaking of them, we know we know what it was. We know that the San Diego Chargers. San Diego. God, the Los Angeles Chargers. I still do it. Uh, You're not alone. Yeah, I know. The Los Angeles Chargers needed a change. Uh, they they went and got. A coaching change. Will it be the coaching change that they need? We'll hit on that when we get back. But first, here's Rust with a sports and update. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G E T P U R O A I R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, Medella. Is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Well, Chargers fans, Brandon Staley is still your coach. I know you're probably not thrilled about that. But there was a change made. Kellen Moore, former offensive coordinator of your Dallas Cowboys, is now said to be taking the same position after mutually parting ways with the Cowboys. That's a fun way of saying, I'm done doing this with Dak. Uh, I want to go play with a quarterback who's not going to make me pull out what's left of my hair. And Kellen Moore will go join Justin Herbert, uh, and the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers' offense has not exactly struggled. They were 10th in scoring offense this year. However, they were their ability or inability to run the ball, um, not great. They ranked 30th in yards per game, just under 90 per game. Well, how do you do that with Austin Eckler? How do you do that with the weapons they have in general? Like, the floor, uh, the field balance is, like, I know Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are injury-prone, and but still, again, you're putting up points, you're getting in the end zone, you would think that there would be a way for them to be more effective in the run game, even even if the you know the injuries did pile up for them again this season. Um, 
Our buddy Dave Bartu, college football matrix, uh, math wizard, uh, analytics genius. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy who's made a lot of money doing this stuff. Uh, he has, uh, as far as his coordinator rankings as, as he has expanded into the NFL, uh, this is where he has Kellen Moore of all offensive coordinators since 2000 with three or, four, three or more years calling plays. This is not a small list. That's a that's a that's a good size sample. You're pr- without looking, without knowing exactly how many coordinators that is, I'd say it's probably seventy. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah, I mean, thirty-two teams. Yeah, twenty-three years. I would say most OCs probably get at least three years. Right. I would say probably seventies on the low end. Okay. Yeah. So when we're when we're framing these numbers, keep that in mind. Yes. Bartu has him number three in annual offensive scoring efficiency. Number three seems good. Number three. Okay. So, number three, and we'll just say of a very high number. (laughs) With a team in Dallas who, say what you want about what they've done, they've been inconsistent in how they deliver. The offense hasn't been the issue. They put up points, and they're efficient. Mm Mm-hmm. And they do it on both sides of the ball. Zeke is broken and has been since, what, his second year in the league? He hasn't really been that guy. He's had injuries, and my God, the last year and a half, he has been the worst rotation running back in the league by a pretty substantial margin. And yet, and yet, the Cowboys have still been able to run the ball effectively. Kellen Moore is number 16 in annual progression and number 7 in average annual offensive scoring efficiency above the NFL average. What that is telling you is that based on expectation, based on averages, based on the entire data set, Kellen Moore, regardless of situation, is performing above expectation. Which, that's the way you kind of want to be graded in sports, is against your peers. Mm-hmm. There's the raw numbers, and raw numbers, they don't have context. Right. When you're graded against other other people who do are doing it under the same constraints, with the same general variables of opponent and style of play in an era, that's what's important, mm-hmm. at least to me. That's how I look at everything when you're talking about contextually. Yeah. Damian Lillard scoring 30 points a game right now is not the same as scoring 30 points a game 20 years ago. Right. It's it's a different percentage, it's a different style. It's it's yeah. you you're you're in a different eras. Yeah, 20 years ago you didn't have teams scoring 150. No. <laughs> no, you it was 76 to 84. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the game, not at halftime. Right. So when you're talking about that that that's that's something that needs to factor in here. So basically what all of this is saying is that he good. Now, there are questions or the questions you two may have if you're unsure about Kellen Moore was, is it one Dakota Prescott was uplifting all these numbers? He's that good. Mm-hmm. Or was Dak holding him back? So, yeah, that's, I'm kind of in that camp. Yeah, because you're going for the quarterback that led the NFL in interception rate yeah. to, I believe, Justin Herbert was dead last, or yeah. first, I should say, right. in an interception rate. Uh, Justin Herbert did just have labrum surgery on his mm-hmm. non-throwing shoulder. Um, I don't think that's going to hold him back or have him unready for camp in any way, shape, matter, or form. But if you're excited about the Chargers next season, this is a very good reason why. Like because going into this, if they were going to bring back Staley and Staley alone, yeah, I was out, yeah, out on the Chargers. 
you were going to get four, five, seven weeks into the season, and Staley was going to get fired. This is a CYA move if I've ever seen one in the NFL. Yeah. How he was able to get Kellen Moore, I'm I'm surprised. There's, like I said, it's a mutual parting of ways, right? which leads me to believe that he's like, I'm done with this. Or yeah. there, was a, there was an order from Jerry Jones of, we're not getting rid of Dak, we're not getting rid of right. Zeke, whatever it is. Something's got to change. And so... That's kind of the road that I tend to be going down. Yeah. But, yeah. Which is, when you think about it, insane considering what role offensive coordinators are playing in the NFL, yeah. not only in, in their general role, but as we're looking right now in, in coaching hires. Yeah. Well, and insane is right down Jerry Jones' alley. Yes, it is. If Kellen Moore had put his name, like, had he done this a month ago? Yeah. Would he be a head coaching prospect? Well, he's still, I mean, you still got how many of the is it four open jobs still? I mean, he's going to the Chargers, but, but yeah. does that change those hires? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. It, you have to think that he would have been getting some looks from like the Panthers or Cardinals. Or is he Eric Bieniemy, where he's a guy who's an offensive coordinator who maybe people don't think can be a head coach? Could be. Maybe. Well, and I think Bieniemy, the scuttlebutt around Bieniemy is that kind of maybe he's a bit of a pain in the ass. He's kind of an a-hole. Not great to work yeah. with. Not not necessarily a leader of men. Yeah. You could the same be true of Kellen Moore? Could be. We, we, we don't know. Yeah. Um, I've I've never heard anything about him otherwise. But we uh, never. Uh, he but we don't. Ha- he yeah. doesn't have the same history of his name popping up in no. coaching searches and never landing a job. And that's what I what I also wonder is: Does Kellen Moore, with a wink and a nod from ownership, in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. if they if they can Staley, is yeah. he the coach in waiting? Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. Like if you were going to go away, like yeah. if you were the Chargers and you were going in knowing full well that Staley is on the hot seat, yep. If your interim to- coach is gonna be somebody, yeah. Why not have it be the the wonder could offensive coordinator and have him get a trial role for the head coaching job going in for? Yeah. See, that's one of those things that I always hate too. Like if you're starting out a season, assuming your coach is on the hot, yeah. Seat, no, fire him. Just fire the guy fire already. Him. No, if you're, if you're going into a season with with a coach on a hot seat, you are doing it wrong. You should have fired him. Yeah, almost never does it work. Tom Coughlin is the only one I could ever think of, mm-hmm. mostly because he's a cat and he has <laughs> at least nine lives. Always like, lands on his feet. Always lands on his feet. He's just nimbly, nimbly drinking milk from a saucer. <laughs> um, yeah, I just if you're going into a season with a, with a coach on a hot seat, just fire him. You're wasting your time. I've yeah. never I've never seen a coach on a hot seat make it through. No, just it is what it is. But if you're gonna be stupid, be smart about being stupid and have your your next in line waiting. <laughs> there you go, right? That's that's the only way that I can justify this because I look at it like I don't know. Uh, but yeah, very very interesting hire. If you are a pro Justin Herbert guy, if you're pro Chargers, I think this is a good hire. I think you can keep Staley from. Uh, I think you can minimize some of his stupid with this. I don't know if you can take it all away, but I, I think there's a real opportunity there. Uh, and it makes the Chargers very, very interesting in how multiple they could be kind of going forward, how successful they could be if they do get a running game going alongside Justin Herbert. Go, so. Chargers, go. Yes, thank you, Ronald. It's great every single time. <laughs> right. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers are going to take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight, and they feature a player in Trey Young that I hate watching. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And, and uh, the Hawks are also a team that is – uh, much ballyhooed and rumored in the trade deadline. We'll uh, grab into some of that, uh, not only the Hawks news, but uh, tangential Blazers news and 
uh, potential rumblings around the trade deadline as we're a little bit more than a week away uh, when we get back. Uh, this is Danny Ring in on uh, Danny and Dusty. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini. Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. You did right. I let this one roll out. Absolutely. This is as metal as mm. Phil Collins gets. Right, listen, In the Air Night is maybe one of the most universally recognizable songs I can think of. Yeah, well, and to me, it's synonymous with Miami Vice. Oh, uh, without a doubt. Yeah, and then you get to the part in the middle with the drum solo where it just breaks. Oh, man, like that, I'm not somebody that usually says this because to me it always sounds kind of cheesy, but like I get, but the hair stands up on my arms when that happens. Like it, it, I feel it. This was the second concert I ever saw. Wow, okay. My parents took me to Genesis. Nice. My first ever concert I went by myself to was the very first concert I ever went to was White Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the difference. Quite the difference. Also dating myself with both White Zombie and Genesis at yes. my concerts. Uh, but yeah, we have this in here because happy 72nd birthday to Phil Collins. 72nd? Yeah. There is no way in hell I would have said 72. Yeah. My dad's turning 72 this year. 
Is there no seventy three? I'm sorry. Is there anybody who looks more different from the way they sound than Phil Collins? I always thought it was funny. I remember the first time I heard Phil Collins talk, and it was just blown away that he had uh, super a Irish accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was when I first was like, oh, so people like they'll have an accent, but you don't hear it in the but song. But you sing in, in, a, in an American style. Yeah, it's Crazy. it's very interesting. Uh, obviously, the uh, the the Beatles, uh, yep. as well as uh, the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. were kind of the first bands to really push that. Yes, uh, because if you go back and you listen to, to to pop rock things of that nature from the mid '60s on, they were still heavy, heavy British accent uh, in a lot of the ways they sung. But uh, Collins crossed over, and not only with Genesis, and then obviously his uh, his, solo his, his own solo career, yeah. and it was him and uh, uh, what Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel, yes, <laughs> right. Good lord, <laughs> you want to talk about two musicians in a group? My goodness. Yeah. Um, and this thing is, people don't. I don't think people really realize that Phil Collins wasn't just like an okay drummer. Phil Collins was a world class drummer. Yeah. It's, well, that was the other thing we were talking about in the break, too, was uh, it, how many bands can you think of where the lead singer was the drummer? Yes. And it's like, uh, it's a short list. Yeah. I mean, you had Don Henley, but you can argue, you know, but you had, uh, even he wasn't like the lead singer. Yeah. You had Glenn Fry, and, you know, but it's yeah. not a very not a very common thing. No, it's That's not. Sure. But also, the, the, the song's still going, and it's like, we aren't even to the build yet. No, I know. We're like two. Like, I'm purposely leaving this up because no, I want to hear it. No, it's it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> it, it, I, I always forget because there's been so many remakes and remixes of this song. Mm. Obviously, the original is the best. Oh, of it, course, it goes without saying. Yeah, but I don't think you can make this song today. No, probably not because of the, the how long the build is. Yes, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's two and a half minutes. Yeah, and then it just hits. But it's. I remember seeing uh, a couple of years ago, I saw a video of, of a couple of kids, like teenagers, mm-hmm. uh, sitting and listening to the song for, for the, the first, first time. time. Oh, God, and I love those And they're kind of grooving videos. along a little bit. And then all of a sudden, the drum hits. Dun, dun, they like, dun, they dun, 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 dun. like got busted out of their seats. Mm-hmm. They were amazed. I'm like, wow. They're like, this pops. God, it's great. There we go. Had to leave it clean oh, for no. you. Yeah, no. It's great. I, I couldn't say anything. I had to make sure it goes. That, that slight little pause in the build, there you go. Right. Uh, well, the slight little pause in the build are, uh, I, I think that's pretty much uh, what the Blazers are hoping for. The slight pause was the loss to the Raptors on Saturday as the Atlanta Hawks come to town tonight. Uh, the Blazers, as of right now, have not updated their injury report on Yusuf Nurkic or Josh Hart. If I were a betting man, um, I would... I would bet, I would say coin toss on Yusuf Nurkic, mm-hmm. and I would say Josh Hart no-go. Gotcha. That's where I fall with this. Mm-hmm. And before anybody's like, it's a conspiracy, they're, they're being traded. Well, they're probably, Josh is probably being traded. Yes. But we saw him grab his hammy. But it's also day. a hammy, and if you're going to trade a guy, you're not going to play him if he could further Hurt. exact. Like, yeah. If Josh Hart was going to be on this team going forward, no matter what, if he's... As long as he could go through warm-ups and he wasn't feeling that twinge, and he's like, yeah, I can go, and the doctor signed off on it, he could go, I could see him going. But number one, I don't like doing that with hamstrings to begin with because it will come back to bite you. Look at Devin Booker. He shut down for basically two months because of it. All because he wanted to play on Christmas Day. Dummy. I mean, I I I respect him wanting to be out there, but hamstrings you don't mess around with. As for Yusuf Nurkic, if he can go... I would expect that he goes. Mm-hmm. Expect, yeah. But 
perhaps by the same logic of what we're getting with um, Josh Hart is the same thing that we're going to get with Yusuf Nurkic. Because from what I understand and the people that I have talked to is that while it is not a foregone, con- foregone conclusion that Yusuf Nurkic is getting traded, he is being shopped more aggressively right now than he has ever been shopped in his tenure in Portland. Well, got to take that big swinge, right? Big swinge. Got to love the swinges. I am currently efforting the uh, injury report to see if there is an actual update. So while we look there, quick question, poor Vu. Mm. Uh, currently two and three on this road trip. How, you know, win or lose tonight, how much does that change your view of this of this uh, homestand? They, ha- they have to win this game. They have if they if they go three and three on this, it's I mean, it's not the end of the world. It was never going to matter, grand scheme of things, but the reality is they, they need to pack this thing up so they feel relatively good before going on a three game road trip. And that's uh, heading pretty much back east, right? If I yep. remember correctly. Yep. That uh, they're gonna head back east and hopefully they don't bring back whatever Isaac Rob has. <laughs> Which is probably Coke. Cir- full circle, but ladies and gentlemen. That's what we do here when Dusty's out. Uh, Dusty should be back tomorrow. Uh, I will be in tomorrow for the first hour, and then I will be off to the doctor for finally getting my hip looked at. Uh, the surgery is just a couple weeks away. so uh, We will catch you all then. Hopefully Dusty's uh, short stint in rehab is all cleared up. Uh, until then, uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Stay tuned for uh, Isaac and uh, Suk, but it's I think it's just Isaac still? Oh, he's here. Okay, I can remember who was, who was, who was where now. So they're both here. Uh, there you go. You get one show with uh, with both both hosts here. Uh, until then, take care. Talk soon. Mm, bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.